We don't have any notes. Shocking. <laughs> what? No notes? But we always... Oh, I know. That's somebody else. Right. <laughs> Warning. This podcast contains topics and discussion that is not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the E&M Talk Podcast with Michael and Ellie, where we discuss everything ethical non-monogamy and have intimate conversations with real people from the E&M lifestyle. On this podcast, we'll talk about current events and topics that people who practice ethical non-monogamy can relate to. Our show is not about lifestyle gossip. In fact, the names have been changed to protect the not-so-innocent. Would you like to be a guest on our show? We want to hear your story. Okay. Hey, hey, all you cool cats and kittens. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. It's, it's oh, not wait, that kind of podcast. podcast? <laughs> Oops, sorry. Uh, as you can tell, we have Christina with us again tonight. <laughs> yes, indeed. It's the three of us out here in the love shack. So uh, we're going we're gonna to talk about a couple of things, and then we have a topic to cover today. So I think the first thing I want to talk about is why we've been so damn absent. Um, absent? We, I've been busier than hell. <laughs> I've been around. Yeah. that's <laughs> So when there's the three of us, we have like sometimes, most of the time, we have schedules that have us going in different directions all the time. Yes. And it's rare that the three of us are all together for... A large amount of time, right? And and sometimes and even today was yeah almost like, sabotaged. We, we, we kind, of, kind of almost got derailed before we even started today. We were supposed to podcast like four hours ago, right? But Ellie had to work. Better late than never. Here we are. Right. Exactly. I never work on Sundays. It was a rough day. Yeah, I can I can imagine. And not only that, but you've lost your. You know, one of your, your very few off. day off. You lost the day off where you hang out. We, we all hang out together. Right. Uh, but we usually we've got some kind of projects or something like that going right. on. Like which next is next weekend. Oh yeah. My gosh. We've uh, doubled the size of our patio. and Catio. So, catio. Catio. <laughs> our cats will now have almost a thousand square feet <laughs> to and roam. Us. They're going to share it with us too. Right. <laughs> Uh, it's kind of our little COVID project. It's we're, our way of making sure that we have some way of socializing while being in the outdoor air and being right. able to not be stacked up on top of one another, that right. kind of thing. We can have a few people over. Yeah, three or four people over and have lots of space for everyone to maybe not six foot social distance, but we can definitely have air and space between us and stuff like that. If we can't have six foot social distance, I don't know what the hell we're doing. Cause like I said, that's, this thing's like what? <laughs> 30, 30 feet, foot. 30 feet by 30 <laughs> yes, feet. But we're, or... we're moving into the cold season. We're all going to be huddled under the under covered, the covered space. <laughs> part, right? That's the best part. We live in the Pacific Northwest where it rains all the damn time. And we got a, a our garbanzo. 14 garbanzo. <laughs> garbanzo. 
gazebo. 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 I can never pull that word out. It's a patio cover, but we can't call it a patio cover. Anyway, so when we have very few days all together to be able to do things and to do the podcast, they sometimes get uh, taken doing um, projects. Other projects. Things like that. So, and we keep thinking, oh, we got to get that podcast done. We got to get that podcast done. And then it gets put off. And a whole month later, here we are. Here we are. (laughs) And this week I've got, um, my week is jacked. Like I've got stuff going on. All week long. Almost every day. Every day. Yeah. Me too. So I'm hoping I'll be able to get this damn thing edited and get it uploaded. (laughs) So. Tomorrow uh, night. After date night. I'm working on it tonight. Oh. Well, that too. So anyway. um, So that's that's kind of why. That's our our excuse for why it's (laughs) been. And we're sticking to it. that's, That's why it's been a month since we've had a podcast. Uh, I do have another podcast in the can. It's yes. not edited yet. No. Uh, a unicorn. I know. I'm like a tease, real live, I'm honest tease that to out God there. unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> Christina's like, wait, what the hell am I? <laughs> <laughs> a faux unicorn. A faux corn. A faux corn. <laughs> A, a uniform. A uniform. <laughs> yes, that was better than a <laughs> Uh We should get on to our topic before we run out of time. <laughs> this happens to us so easily. Um, so we had somebody that wrote in. Um, I'm not going to mention her by name, although she wouldn't have an issue. She's been on many, many, many podcasts this last uh, month or so. Uh, I don't know that we won't bring her on as a guest, but she brought up a topic that we actually all kind of have some experience with. So I wanted to have an opportunity to talk about it. Um, She had come out to her dad and her dad didn't take it real well. So uh, I won't delve too deeply into that, but um, there's a lot of things going on there. But it, it actually is a, is a thing that we all seem to at times struggle with, and we all, all kind of have our own experiences with that. And there are plenty of people out there that... Um, have similar... Well, they just keep it secret. Right, yeah. because they don't want to. They, they're afraid of what will happen. Right. And um, so I just kind of wanted to talk about that a little bit. And I, I wanted to have, talk, have Christina in on this because, um, I mean, we've been dating now three and a half years. Right. And only just within the last six months have you finally, like... Come out to just about everybody. Just about everybody that matters. Yeah. Yeah. Or that and, you're working. And enough people... It's not that the ones that I haven't told personally about it don't matter. They're just more yeah. distant relatives. I don't see them that often. I don't interact with them that often. It, I'm not going to make a special point to to meet up with them and talk to them about it. Right. If they're paying attention to Facebook, they probably should have some idea anyways at this <laughs> point. <laughs> so you took the path of uh, not necessarily... I'm keeping it a secret out. no and, it more it subtle. And, and having this big thing yeah um and so what were you, would you say that you were afraid of i don't know because I, this is just so frowned upon by so many people mm-hmm. it's just i i wasn't sure what to expect 
and also, you know, I love you guys and you're my family and I hate the idea of someone who I also consider my family being negative about what we have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was like maybe at, at first I felt like it was easier if they just didn't know. Right. right. I right. mean, even when we first started dating, like you had to ask me if, if you could tag me in mm-hmm. posts like mm-hmm. all the time. And now it's. Not, we don't even worry about it. Nope. You, we also, I, I am also, I mean, you've had, we've talked about this in another podcast, but we, I mean, you've had other non-monogamous relationships, but they were not. They never became this serious. Like it. Not even, not even just so much that the relationship itself was serious, but we're pretty serious about non-monogamy. I mean, we right. have a fucking podcast. Right. <laughs> and a magazine. And a, magazine. And, and a Facebook like, group. We're pretty goddamn geeky about this shit. Right, right. So, I mean, and that's, and that's kind of a big deal. I mean, and, and so when you, when you say, you know, the difference between your former partner and us, it's like you're you're still trying to figure out if this is a lifestyle that was even going to work for you for a long time. Right. Like, I mean, we knew our connection was really good, but how you had to figure out, I think that when people get into a point when they're become non-monogamous, the smart ones wait until they um, are, are, are fully committed to it. Like they've done it long enough where they're like, yep, this is my life now. Before they come out to their yeah. family and right. friends right. more. Yeah, right. no, For that sure. totally makes sense. Because why would you want to come out to your family and friends? And then, like, six weeks later, like, nah, you know, this isn't really for me. I've seen <laughs> right. it happen. Yeah. Right. I, I've, I've seen it happen. In fact, sometimes the coming out to the family was the catalyst that killed it for them. Mm. So, um, and and I like I say, I've seen it happen. Uh, for us, we really didn't have a choice. I mean, we were we were out before we were, <laughs> we're even <exposed>. out. <laughs> right. Um, our 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 kids found out. Her overheard us talking about it. The when older we were, kids, yeah, the older, the older kids. kids, yeah, they're adults now. <laughs> right. Um, they weren't far from being adults then. Right. Um, they were all older teenagers. Yeah, and they were they were intentionally eavesdropping on us. We yes. we thought that they were not around, and we were having a conversation with somebody about the club that we went to. <laughs> right, and uh, they jumped to a conclusion. Like they Googled the club, and then they're like, "Oh my God, our parents are swingers!" Right, uh, and we were like, "Fuck no, we're not doing that." You know, <laughs> we were nowhere near that spot when we when we were talking about it. Right. Um, <laughs> Because I mean, in in retrospect, if we hadn't, if they hadn't found out about it, if we we probably would have been one of those people that would have been kind of keeping it under our hats and trying to keep for it secret longer, for, for much yeah, longer. Right. Yeah, I would agree. Because Doodle was a baby, just well, really five, little, five. Yeah, five, yeah, she yeah. was just really little. So, and unfortunately, they. <laughs> shared it with her and explained everything that it meant and all to that them, too. which was not exactly true right <laughs> <laughs> which then um which then got us it, it it turned into a whole thing where the other parents were involved and it just kind of like imploded on right. us right it became quite a mess and and so uh i i felt like i needed to i wouldn't have otherwise felt like i needed to share my sex life with my mother <laughs> right um but because they had contact with her and they just seemed to be trying to Tell tarnish our reputation everywhere they could 
Right. I went to my mom and said, hey, I just want to let you know, I don't want you to hear this from somebody else. Right. That, you know, we're doing this thing, that Ellie and I have an open relationship and it's okay. And she's like, you're only just now figuring this out. <laughs> she, knew. she thought we'd been doing it for years. <laughs> I don't know what gave her that impression. I'm not really sure I really, either. <laughs> I really don't. Because um, were you, you always as flirty as you are now? Yes. Even with people. Yes. Maybe yeah. that's it. She would be able to tell you that I've known maybe. her for most right. of yes. my life. <laughs> so maybe that's why she saw it then, because you were so <clears throat> outwardly flirty like you are now. If you've always been like that, maybe that was, maybe. Maybe. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I have, like I said, I, it was shocking to me that my mother thought that I'd been doing it for years. Um, yeah. Like it's a drug. Oh. <laughs> Anyways. Um, and that led us to a place where... Um, Our neighborhood frog. <laughs> That's your frog. I didn't even Is make a frog house tire? for him. No, he's in the flower he, bed. He comes over to the flower bed to eat the bugs. It'll be moving. And again, we're talking about something they can't even hear. Really? Yeah, I'm oh. sure they can't hear it. We can hear it pretty <laughs> loud. I bet. Sorry, guys. There's we a have really the, cute frog. We have the we have the love shack wide open because it's pretty t- pretty warm out here. Yeah, it's warm We're enough not to quite, not quite done with summer yet. And if if everything's closed up, it gets pretty muggy and and stuffy in here. Right. And then we're sweating and unpleasant. So we talk about our life. In we almost have two lives. Yes. We have the life before the lifestyle yes and then we have the life after the lifestyle right and i think that that's an important thing that people who are thinking about coming out or being more public in their behavior and that sort of thing that that i think that people need to understand is that when you let that cat out of the bag you can't put it back in right there's no there's the pandora's box once it's open it's open forever right and it can change your life in ways that you might not expect. Right. Um, I can't tell you how many stories I've heard of people who have come out who have had people completely disown them. Right. Like completely like not speak to them ever again. And it's not always the people that you think. Right. So that can be, that can be troubling. Right. Um, so it's, it's a thing and I think this really is a big reason why, Christina, why I never really pushed you to come out to your family. Like I was, I pretty much tried, let me go at my own pace. tried to let you take the lead on that because I didn't want to be responsible for one of your family members disowning you. Right. Or causing conflict in that. Well, and you guys had some kind of awful experiences mm-hmm. with that. And yep. so I appreciated your patience and at the same time it's you know everyone that i've told uh for the most part is like as long as you're happy that's the important part as long as you're not being used and not being like this is our family right Right. and some people will never like truly understand what that means to us but in in other ways i i feel like you actually have you actually have someone in your family who initially was not super enthused about it right which of course was not 
uh, told to her, told to me from her. Right. I heard it secondhand. Um, and it was, it was, it hurt because we all had a really nice dinner together and it felt like it went really well. Right. And then I find out later that she was really uncomfortable and it kind of, it hurt me. And, and honestly, she's someone who hasn't had a huge role in my life. Um, but it still hurt. But then uh, she's been with the big family get together. Probably, I guess it's been about a year ago now. Mm-hmm. And we were all there. And it, I feel like she saw the normal. Yeah. Right. She saw like, this is just it's an just extent. Us. It's just different, but it's family. Do you think that that first dinner that we had together, do you think that she thought felt like maybe we were putting on a show like you know this isn't the real us this is the us that we're showing her i honestly have no idea what she was (laughs) (laughs) but but then when we got together then when we got together there's that backyard barbecue thing i think that we did when they came over and they got to see us kind of interacting with the family and interacting with each other barbecuing and getting everyone drinks and just being hostesses host and hostesses and just just being us and maybe that was right the, the, the shift it felt like less of a show to them yeah because yeah. they've definitely i know they've been more interactive online mm-hmm. and uh, have been more pleasant and were, they weren't necessarily unpleasant before no, but no, they no. were a little bit more evasive standoffish yeah. distance yeah. yeah yeah so it was it was good that they got to see us just hanging with everybody and that we just do normal family things and we just were being a normal family <laughs> right 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 well let's um this is a good place to kind of pause here for okay. a second and we'll take a break and then uh we'll come back and we'll talk about some of the more current struggles that we have with with our situation okay Oh, damn it. What's wrong? I just caught a 30-day ban on Facebook for a photo I posted a couple of weeks ago. Wasn't even that sexy. Why aren't you using SAF Social? You know they allow all kinds of content there. I know, I know. I just forget sometimes. You really should join the Frisky Friends group on SAF. We have frequent photo challenges and encourage our members to get involved. I'm sure they would love to see your sexy photos there. The sexier, the better. And you won't be compromising your Facebook account. I know. You're right. And it looks like I won't be doing anything on Facebook for the next month anyways. Would you tell all my friends to go find me on safsocial.com? Tell them I'm going to post some extra sexy pictures to entice them even more. Hmm, you bet. Maybe that'll get them to join and save them from getting zucked, too. <laughs> and we're back. Woohoo! So, um, so we've, we're talking about, of course, you know, coming out to your family, coming out to people, that sort of thing. Um, what are, let's talk about what some of the consequences are for, for coming out. Um, 
that well, people that people them. might not be thinking about. I mean, obviously, there's the the possibility that you could lose friends and you could lose family members. I mean, right. obviously, you're not going to lose them, but they're just going to disown speak you, to you or something. That kind of a yeah, thing. I was actually really paranoid for a long time that it could affect my job. Right. Yeah. That was the other thing that I was thinking too. Um, and then I just got to this point where it's like, if I am really good at my job. And if they decided that they didn't want me doing that job anymore because of my lifestyle, then it probably isn't a place that I would want to work at. If if they were that judgy, right, right, know, about something that doesn't affect my work at all, so. right, right, it has no bearing on whether you can do your job or or not. So there's a few people I work with that are on my Facebook, and I haven't like explicitly talked to them about it per se, but. Like I said about the relatives, if they're paying attention, it's on Facebook. It's kind of, it's kind of funny that your your cousin, your grown cousin, didn't know it, but her her daughter, who's a teenager, had already had already, had already figured it, it out. Yeah, that was kind of funny. That's why I like to tell people, like when they you know they they say their kids don't know, I'm like, yes, they do. Their kids are very observant. They're they they know and they pretend like they have no idea. Right, right. <laughs> they're really good at playing dumb. <laughs> But the 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 prospect of losing a job or 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 something like that within right. the, you know places positions in your organizations that kind of thing in your church right um, right not as much of a big thing for us but I'm sure that that is important that could, to some people right. right very important uh, there are a lot of jobs out there that have ethics clauses like teachers you think you think about it like right. a lot of people they um, that's funny because we know a lot of teachers in the <laughs> lifestyle. <laughs> teachers and nurses. Right. Right. Mm. A, I know a lot of High nurses. Yeah, but maybe? nurses have ethics clauses too. That's why they have to be very right. careful about it because most hospitals are religion based. Mm. I've dated so a few they, nurses. I know. <laughs> and, um, but also, like, if you work for a church, maybe even if you don't attend, if you work for in their offices or something like that, you have ethics mm-hmm. clauses and they can't have those sorts of things associated with them which is really sad but at the same time you know a lot of people are are, they're pretty um prudish about their you know what they want their children associated with right now i think anybody that is ethically non-monogamous that is ethical about their non-monogamy they're not going to be going and bragging it all over and their job right <laughs> or especially not if their job is dealing with your children right <laughs> but it is a thing talking about their sex lives even if they're monogamous i hope not. <laughs> right <laughs> uh but it but it is a thing and i think that it's it's another one of those things kind of like for us when uh the older kids told told doodle and they told her explained her everything what that meant at right. five years old um, what they thought it meant anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you can't unteach them that. No. Like she No, not at all. Yeah, but she has learned more of what it really is, not what they explained to her that it right. is. Right. That is true. And it did open up a huge uh door to being able to have open, honest conversation with her about things that we didn't talk about with our kids. And we were pretty open with our older ones too. We we didn't really like hide sex or right. act like they were never going to have sex or anything like that. But she definitely has a more open conversation than they did. She, We were able to have conversations with her at an age far earlier than we might have had otherwise. Right. So anyway, but that opened up, that opened up those, 
those communications with her that actually led her to a better place. Yes. Um, I'm pretty certain that um, even with the older kids that from their other parents, they have never had conversations about sex or they've never had conversations about their bodies or anything like that. Right. Um, And that's unfortunate because it's, I think that it's important that we raise our kids with a, a gnaw, at least a comfort with their parents. I mean, if they can't talk to you, who are they going to talk to? Right. Where are they going to get accurate information from? Right. Right. Not their peers always. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because you're not going to get good information from another teenager for sure. I read it in Playboy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that was a reliable source. Not anymore though, huh? Is there even Playboy? The magazine. I know you can't buy it in a store. Yeah, so. I used to sneak and read my dad's Playboys. So. I, I feel like <laughs> I feel like I read somewhere that they actually stopped publishing it. I don't know, but I don't know. Maybe after Hugh died. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Rest in peace. Um, but that's what we have ENM magazine for. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um. Anyway, for us, it unfortunately for us, uh, the way we so our situation is we have older kids, and then we have our our little midlife crisis, who is now fifteen. <laughs> yes, um, the older kids are all adults now. Some of them have children of their own. Right. And when I met you, yes. Ellie, when when I met you, you were in a very very almost cultish religion. Yes. That we will not name. Nope. <laughs> Um, and when we got together, we, we started our relationship out of a, out of an infidelity. Yes. We did not start Uh, out in ethical nominal. We were friends long, long, long before. Any of those things happened. Those things happened. Yes. Um, and, and so some of what we will talk about here has something to do with that. Um, I think that the part of the strained relationships that we have with our older children probably started there. Yes. But it also, when we, when we opened up and we started, um, our, it started down the path of being in the lifestyle, that kind of thing, it gave our exes, which are not so twisted and convoluted, <laughs> they were never in a relationship. Different kids, different relationships, they were never in a relationship. Those two other right. parents were never in a relationship. Right. Um, but... They both used that information against us. Yes. Which I think is another danger of coming out that people need to consider. That right. if they have previous partners, they have you know marriages right. or you know, and other, children that other you parents are. that there's shared custody situations, that it can harm. They can use that to harm you. Right. They shouldn't. No. But... They because can. your children shouldn't be a pawn, but the, it 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 is something. I mean, for us that they used it against us. They they we were bad people. We didn't really um, understand what love was because we could never do this if we loved people mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It was awful. It was awful. It was not fun. Um, and neither of us have exceptionally close relationships with our older kids. Because we, as a result of that. Yeah. But a lot of it was parental in, interference, interference. And, and, and grandparental parental interf- interference. interference. Yep. Uh, it, and it just, and it's, it's, unfortunately, the problem is, is that people, um, 
they interfere and they intervene and they don't really have an understanding of what this means. Right. We are not swingers. We were at one point in time. Uh, we started out as swingers. Right. We're not really, I mean, I'm totally down for casual sex, but I wouldn't say, I wouldn't identify myself as a swinger, but I also wouldn't identify myself as being poly either. Right. Um, but that's kind of hard because everybody defines both of those things differently. Sometimes drastically differently. Right. Yeah. What right. it means to one person, it might mean something totally different to another person. So. But what I was getting at there was that People that look at us that may speak negatively of us have no idea what our family structure looks like. Right. They have no idea what our relationship structures look like. And they're passing judgment on us based on something that they have in their head. What they build up in their own heads without any actual evidence or... Because when it comes right down to it as human beings, we relate to situations that we... On how we've experienced On our own experiences. Right. right. So until someone has walked in a mile in our shoes, they won't actually know. I mean, we've had people that have hung around us and still really didn't have a very good grasp of what this really is. Right. What it really looks like. And yeah, so that is true. I guess the, the takeaway from this is is that you can't you can't control what other people are going to think of you. Right. You can't manage what other people are going to think of you. You can't even predict what they're going to think of you. And so unless you are prepared to make a commitment to this, opening up is not necessarily, a, or, or coming out and being publicly open right. is not necessarily a great choice for you. Right. That you have to be prepared to accept every aspect of it. You right. have to be prepared that your parents may disown you. Right. You may be you may have to be prepared that your children may disown you. Right. That it's going to potentially affect relationships. Relationships. Right. Friends, family, work. Yeah. But it might also surprise you. Yes. Yes. Coming out can it's not all doom and gloom. Yes, no. absolutely. I have had some <clears throat> Some pretty just great, like, not necessarily like, oh, that's a great idea. I want to do that, too. But just like as long as mostly it just boils down to most of my family has said, as long as you're happy, the rest of it's not really any of my business. And I'm like, that is great. I love that. Thank you. (laughs) And and that's kind of how my mom was. That's kind of how my sister was. Yeah. Um, You don't really have any, Ellie, you don't really have any relatives close that would say yay or nay or no i mean pretty much everyone of your family that knows has pretty much they had disowned me prior to any of this knowledge right <laughs> but, but i'm part of your family and yes. i haven't disowned and that's, you. And that's, that's the other part of it that i wanted to kind of i mean i know this really sounds like a real bummer topic but the other <laughs> but the other side of that is i mean we you make a good point is that your experiences with your family that you feared for years right. actually turned out pretty good they were like if it makes you happy and they're taking good care of you then you know then game on then right. i'm glad that you're happy and we're happy to have them a part of our family and i have genuinely felt 
accepted by your family. We I, I can't speak I, for Ellie, but no, I, I mean, my I, family's I a bunch well. of weirdos. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we all just kind of fit together well. <laughs> I definitely feel like I have been accepted by her family as well. Um, I mean, most of them met Michael before they met me. Right. Like many of them didn't even know I existed for a while, which is awful. <laughs> and I hated that. I felt so guilty about that. But it's just like, you know, I just right. wasn't ready. Right. You yeah, know, I, think... I could easily explain a boyfriend right. and, and his daughter. Right. But because I, it lots was harder of to explain <laughs> a boyfriend and his daughter and his wife. Right. <laughs> it made for some interesting conversations. Yeah, we had for to sure. like, we would like, like we'd be talking about something and Michael would like, I would say Ellie or Michael would say Ellie. And then we just kind of like keep going just keep going no one noticed (laughs) our friend our friend yeah Yeah. I I hated that I absolutely hated that I'm so glad that that we don't have to do that anymore Uh, you know the only the only time I talk like that is my boss (laughs) you're like in his eyes you're like my BFF you hang out with us all the time and I'm like that's that's just it works and he might not even care but I don't want to ever put him in a position where he would feel uncomfortable so really so really then work is really the last vestige of your secrecy as far as that goes and and there's some people that are on my Facebook page that if they're paying attention they probably have some idea but right but But I also think that work is not really the appropriate place to be talking about your sex life anyways (laughs) Well, but no, this no, yeah, you're just, correct. This work is sex life, right. Though. I was going to say you are correct. This work is not the right place to sex. talk about your sex life. But I talk to people all day. I, I about work. I right, have people sitting family. in my chair for 20 <laughs> minutes at a time talking about life. And I cannot talk about my life without talking about Christina because, oh, we were building a patio. <laughs> we who? We the three of us who all live together and our daughter. <laughs> and she, they're like. We three who? What? <laughs> I. You're not nearly that secretive about it. You're just like, let me tell you about my. <laughs> let me tell you about my wifey. <laughs> I go, oh, my husband and his girlfriend. We all live together. It's great. Anyone, almost every person that I have in my work knows my lifestyle. It's right. not a secret. But even then, I had to deal with some things about it because. I mean, we had a family picnic, but I we I was told I wasn't allowed to bring Christina because and so we didn't go. I know we didn't go because it was it was not um, it was for immediate family only. And I felt awful about that because I had a family thing. That was like two years ago now, but like right after we all moved in together, and I was like, "Mm." but you weren't out yet. No, and and that was and that, but it makes but it makes a big difference, and and and. There have been things that we've been invited to as a couple. Yes. That we just, if it, if we're not all three welcome to be there. Right. We're not going. Right. Um, because we are a family. And and now more so than two years ago. Right. We right. are a family. Yes. Um, and, and I think that even like at, at your work, the fact that you are not really ready to like make a public announcement at work that right. you are in this kind of relationship I think that's okay. I, you know, but the difference is, is at her work, they all Everybody know about knows, you. Yeah. Right. And they just weren't going to allow it. Right. Right. Honestly, to mine, you could have gone with us and nobody would have. <laughs> just been like, oh, this is Ellie. And just leave it at that. You know what I mean? And maybe later somebody was like, who was Ellie? <laughs> 
You, she's I, my girl. I think you just could have said she's my wifey. <laughs> she's my wifey. And like, uh, yeah. I'm telling you, vanilla people use that term all the time for BFFs. Like uh, all wifey. the time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. There's a workaround. <laughs> so, uh, it's and then the other thing that I just I kind of wanted to 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 brush on on this, and this is something that we have discovered ourselves, and this is the other positive of it. Mm-hmm. You have your family that is family by blood. Right. You don't get to choose that family. Nope. And and it's always great if that family accepts you as who you are and loves you for who you are, but they really don't truly love you if they're dictating to you how you live your life. Right. In my opinion. And making you feel bad about, about how you about your, life. Right. Yeah. If it's not something that they would also do. Right. Um, just because it's not something that they would also do. Now, there are exceptions to that rule. I mean, if you were injecting heroin, I can see where they might have an issue with that. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Um, Pretty sure they would be shocked if they were like, what? What the hell? (laughs) That's even weirder than that fucking uh, ENM stuff. No. Uh, And so, you know, obviously there are exceptions. There are things that are really, truly, you really shouldn't do because it's harmful to your body. Right. And I suppose that you could make an argument that this is harmful to your soul if you believe in that sort of thing. Right. Your mind or... Something. I, I mean, in the right situation, it could be just as damaging to be in a monogamous relationship with somebody Absolutely. who is oh, yeah. not treating you well mentally, mm-hmm. physically, right? whatever. It could have the same thing in a... I uh, actually would make the argument that it's it's much more dangerous to be in a monogamous relationship because there are a lot more um, there are a lot more emotional hangups and control issues and jealousy issues. And if there's less people involved, it's probably easier right. to control, to control that. that. Mm-hmm. Where if you're in a if you're in a plural relationship, you kind of gotta play nice. You kind of gotta be. You have to be able to manage your own feelings, and you have to be like that's part of what we that's what we do. That's part of what being non-monogamous means is you have to be your best version of yourself because you don't get to just be lazy and go, wow, this is my girlfriend. She's stuck with me now. I can be the dickhead that I want to be. <laughs> how, many monogamous, how many monogamous, how many, how many monogamous relationships have you been in where that's how the guy acted A or lot. the girl acted? Uh, for me. And not even that's in, like, but, but that's just like normal relationship. You get to a point. I'm not like your asshole self but you just get lazy and you you don't try as hard because you've been together but i'm telling you though when ian emily <laughs> you and i've been together for three and a half years we are hitting that coasting stage yes. and i i see it every now and then and i'm like oh, oh gotta suck that shit well, up and covid makes it worse because it's we can't go out on dates mm-hmm. we can't go we don't go out to dinner like we don't do we don't dress up and go to the club mm-hmm. because right. We don't do anything. Right. But like we did this yesterday. Like we were so busy. We got so busy being domestic and doing domestic things that stuff. we didn't take the time to do our sexy, sexy time. time. <laughs> and and we didn't realize it until it was like, you know, it was, too late it was getting to be point. too late. And, and it was like it would be really rude if we're out here, <laughs> you know, shaking the place up. And, and Ellie comes home from work and walks into the middle of that. You what? know what I mean? It's just we, we tend to not do that out of no. respect. And and so, but I, you know, we're getting off the we're straying off of the topic. But you know, I see you over here looking at my clock, going, "Hey, we're out of time." Um, <laughs> Not yet. But um, anyway, I just I I think that what we have taken from this is is we the family that we have, 
that was that was chosen for us. We didn't get to choose them. Some of them have chosen to have an issue with this. Right. And truthfully, when it comes right down to it, that's okay. Right. Like their choice. They're allowed to feel how they're allowed to feel. It makes right. me sad that we don't get to have that relationship with them. But a lot of what that the cause of that is lies with them, and it's not my job to change them. Right. It's their choice. Right. Yeah. I'm not going to change my behavior just so I can have, I'm not going to be monogamous just so I can have a relationship with my grandchildren. I'd love to have a relationship with my grandchildren. Right. But if that's what it takes, then uh, I, I'm just not going to allow that to happen. Right. Um, and I agree. I mean, because I would, I would also, I'd love to have a relationship with our grandchildren, but I'm not. Yeah, I, I'm not going to give up everything that I am for that. Right. Because then that would be them manipulating us into to living the life that they want us to live. Without not, really truly understanding the life that we have. Right. Right. Because they haven't given it a shot. They haven't, you know, they've never come down here and... I'm hoping that's going to change. I'm hoping that it does too. But I mean, they've never come and met Christina. They've never seen how things are. They don't know how normal our life is. Right. So we, but in exchange for that, we have the new life that we have started and we have a new, we have family that has chosen us. Yes. You know what I mean? We have and and sometimes sometimes the family that is that is the most important is the family that chooses you. It's right. the family that backs you up that says, "Hey, whatever you're doing, Good I got you. your back." We you know, you. if you're happy. Like Fluffalump. Like Fluffalump. <laughs> yes. Loves us oh and my god, this is, we're going to have to add her name to the show. <laughs> I told her we still use her name. She said it's her favorite <laughs> from her birthday. Welcome to the E&M Talk podcast with Michael and Ellie and Christina and Flufflump. <laughs> <laughs> the next time she comes to visit, she's going to be on. Oh, yes. Yes. That'll be so much fun. Oh, my God. She'll be like, what? She's like, I don't have a clue what I'm talking about because <laughs> I don't do this. I can't even share a candy bar. <laughs> anyway. She might not be able to share a candy bar, but she loves us. She does. <laughs> well, anyway, that's um that's our time. We're out of we're out of time for today. We are. Um I'm super excited. You're gonna get two podcasts this week. Ooh. I'm gonna promise you two podcasts this week. You're gonna get <laughs> this one and you're gonna get the one that we have with the unicorn. Perfect. I found not just a unicorn. I found a herd of unicorns. I know where the fountain of unicorns is. <laughs> and you if you want to, should sell uh, tickets. I, I could actually. <laughs> the unicorn. I'm going fountain. to tease this out. Colette in Dallas this next weekend. You should be there. You'll find out why at the next podcast issue or episode. <laughs> Uh, I wish I could go to Dallas, but I really have no desire to be in a crowd right now. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's all we have for today. It's Alrighty. time for us to go. Alrighty, then it's time for more love from the loves. Mwah! Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to the ENM Talk Podcast Show with Michael and Ellie. Sponsored by ENM Magazine and produced by Love Tribe Media. This show is made possible by the generous contributions of our Patreon supporters. We would love to have you join our Patreon community by pledging your support at www.patreon.com forward slash ENM magazine. 
If you've enjoyed this episode, please be sure to rate and comment on our show in whatever platform you're using. You can leave us a voice message by visiting our podcast at anchor.fm forward slash ENM Talk Podcast or by calling us at 360-524-3523. Until next time, we hope your adventures always have happy endings. Ha, ha, ha.